0: Um. Shoot, I was trying to think of like a a way to come in. I think maybe we should, maybe we should have a, a moment of silence for Jimmy Mac.
1: It's a good way to start.
0: That should be the that should be the the intro into the the episode. Okay, that's good. This is PD Page.
1: I am Mike. J-Mac. Brutal dudes.
0: Yeah, sorry to start off <laughs> on a somber note, folks. I know.
1: I'm always thrown with that, too, because it's like, well, how long is a moment? Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. Imagine, imagine if uh, you're having a moment of silence and then that just nobody wants to be the first one to break that moment of silence.
1: This is not to take this to a weird dark place, but I was working in center in an office in center city on the first anniversary of nine 11. Oh boy. And that's exactly what happened. <laughs> You're like, everybody has to have a moment of silence and, and at like whatever that time was, I guess when the plane hit the tower, they'd like set it up for that. so like the whole building was quiet. And then we're all standing there realizing that there was no like set agreed upon time that the moment ends so it was just an office full of people uncomfortably looking at each other in silence
0: oh my god as
1: this stretched on to minutes
0: <laughs> i i couldn't i couldn't be that person i would be the person that be like i would be the one to break it i'd be like uh so how about that
1: sports game <laughs> like normally i think i could be the one to break it but i, I couldn't be the one to break the 9 silence <laughs> that i think is where i i just stood there and was like oh man
0: <laughs> that's crazy well what's up folks um it's an interesting episode today uh i'm Pete pidge over here i am mike um and jimmy mac is um not dead but he's at an <laughs> undisclosed location fighting terrorists um we were given a satellite phone number to call. He had thirty seconds, and that's all that he could tell us. So
1: that's the way it happens sometimes. I mean, coming into this, though, I'm sure nobody expected no Jimmy and this much nine eleven talk.
0: <laughs> well, now starts the now starts the um, the Jimmy did nine eleven uh, subreddit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they're on to him.
0: Yeah, they're on to him.
1: Do you, I, I know we're not that we, you know, we're hard set on where we're going with this, but I know this is a weird dungeon to start off on. Do you buy in any sort of conspiracy theories? Not 9-11, just in general. Are you a conspiracy theory guy?
0: I'm I'm not necessarily a conspiracy theory guy. I am always willing to hear someone's side or hear someone's take on, you know, what quote unquote really happened or what um you know, because there's always something like, you know, you know, Kissinger just passed away, died, is rotting in fucking hell. Um, however you want to phrase it. But, you know, he was doing things for the good of America and this, that, and the third. And then like, you know, years later documents came out being like, oh no, he was a giant piece of shit. So like I- I'm always willing to listen, I'm always willing to listen to hear someone's side of the story. I actually when I was teaching uh undergrad. Uh, a student wrote a paper, a research paper, and I use research with air quotes around it about why the why the Earth is flat. Um, and I didn't really grade him on like whether or not I believed him because I can't really do that. <laughs> right. I had to grade him on how he structured his argument, and he he did what you were supposed to do when structuring an argument. Like he had his claim, he had his argument, he had his. Um, evidence quote-unquote he had his (laughs) citations and research and i went on those websites afterwards and was like wow this goes real deep Uh, (laughs) but yeah like i said i'm always willing to listen um and if someone's if someone actually asked the question it's like so you do but do you believe now are you a believer i would always be like i don't know i mean he's more time with it uh, I try to be diplomatic with that kind of stuff. I don't try to just immediately shit on somebody's ideas.
1: It's good. That's a good way to be with it. I used to love conspiracy theories, not because I believe them. I just got a ton of entertainment value out of it. So I used to watch, <laughs> I used to watch like the real crazy, like even the people who are watching this who are like nine 11 an inside job and it'll, you know, vaccines will make you have four headed babies or whatever it is that they believe like not just those people listening to us right now who are getting mad but like really off the deep end stuff that i i would find on youtube like obscure shit of people in bunkers that has like two views and 45 dislikes somehow back when they still counted those dear lord and um <clears throat> it was super entertaining to me but i think as the world gets crazier and we get more divided as a people me watching that for entertainment value is just kind of fueling negativity. I could see so, that. Yeah. So that that's the way I've kind of started. So they, they've ruined conspiracy entertainment, for me.
0: which God fucking damn it. Like what else? I mean, they're going to ruin everything else, but like, yeah, it'd have to be that. Like,
1: <laughs> it was the that. same way with, um, do you remember? I mean, there's, there's still a ton of these shows on, but there was like, there was a a golden age, I guess like 10, 15 years ago of like paranormal themed TV shows Mm -hmm. of ghost hunters and all that kind of shit. And there was like every channel had one.
0: I, I distinctly remember like not being able to uh, like, like staying in a hotel or something like that and like flipping through the channels. And at any given time, there'd be probably like five different ghost hunting shows on different channels. Wow, yeah, what the fuck was, is
1: it like what are we doing? <laughs> it's crazy. And just to be cl- just just so everybody knows where I stand on this, I do not believe in ghosts. But I loved those kinds of shows for a little bit just because again, the same thing, like stupid entertainment value. And I felt even better about it because like my only caveat in the beginning when I started watching those conspiracy videos was like they believe it, like the person making this video at least with the ghost hunting shows, like I'm well aware that those people know they're making a TV show Mm -hmm. and that this is completely fake. But then as it started to go on, I, I started to get similar to the conspiracy thing. My opinion started to change because I started to feel like, well, some people don't know that this is fake (laughs) and this is kind of taking advantage of grieving people to a certain degree. And that, I felt like I couldn't support anymore. So they ruined that for me too.
0: It's, it's like that. Um, oh God, I can't remember his name. The guy who would like, was like a, a medium and would like have an audience of people. And you know, you come to find out like later on that, like he had them fill out a form and on that <laughs> form was like almost everything that like he could yeah. like get <laughs> like from them.
1: Yeah. Well, it's just like, just like the ghost hunting show. So the biggest one was that show ghost hunters on sci-fi channel. That was a remake of a British show. Oh, so right off the bat, that. <laughs> that's you know, people are like, "No, that's totally real." I'm like, "It's not only is it not real; it's a remake <laughs> of another show."
0: There was like, a there was a a, a show. Um, oh God, Jimmy showed me like, oh, God bless you, Jimmy. Um, yeah, R.I.P. Jimmy. He showed me. <laughs> well, we can't, it hasn't been confirmed yet. Shh,
1: don't true, don't say
0: anything. Uh, he there was a show that was like directed by. Uh, the the I can't remember. It's Edgar Edgar something. The guy from Shaun of the Dead, and it was okay. about like ghost. Uh, Edgar Wright. Yeah, it was about yeah. ghost hunters in in Britain. Um, but it was also like it starred the his opposite, the guy who played oh, Ed. It yeah, yeah, him. yeah.
1: I watched that show. Yeah,
0: I didn't see the whole thing. I watched like two episodes and then just kind of like got stuck. I I something else. I was just like, oh, I really want to. Mm. Um, but yeah, that like it was kind of a, it was a it was compelling but also funny and not really making fun of it but kind of poking at it in a i thought it was a really smart way
1: yeah i thought that that was really good and like i said i i was a part of perpetuating those shows cuz i watched them i thought it was fun but again never did i believe it and not for a second do i believe that anybody making their shows believes in that stuff these, these shows are edited. There's music added to it. Oh, yeah. There's, you know what I mean? Like, this is this is fake. This is a TV show. It's weird to me that people thought it was real. But then, as I thought about it, I'm like, but people do think it's real. <laughs> this is kind of taking advantage. And one of the shows, and I'm not going to say the name of the show. It's not Ghost Hunters. One of the other really big shows, and I'm not going to say the name of the show because I'm not trying to call anybody out or cause problems with them. Mm-hmm. A recurring star of that show because they had multiple people uh, is somebody that I know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I know for a fact that they know there's no such thing as ghosts, <laughs> and that they were very much just taking advantage of stupid people. Huh. Their words, <laughs> so huh. yeah. So it it gets to a point where it's just like ah, I can't really enjoy this now because there's some grieving person who's going to pay these people money to do something for them when they don't believe this at all yeah uh well
0: i could see that i could yeah. understand that i'm um yeah i turn to other places for entertainment uh but like when it comes to when it comes to ghosts i i don't know i think i think there is like something like unexplainable, like like that. Um, there was definitely when my wife and I were like looking to buy a house. There were houses that we would walk in, and my wife was like, "We're not buying this place. It's haunted." And I was like, uh, "What? What do, you, what do you mean? What do you mean?" And um, she's like, "It's haunted." And I'm like, "How do?" you... She's like, "I just know." And I'm like, "Oh, okay." Uh, but like like she literally stopped the real estate agent from like taking us to, for the walkthrough. She was like, "No, nope, next." <laughs> and I'm like,
1: uh, "Okay." Like, I had a similar gonna... thing, but it was just because it was a bad neighborhood. Ah. we were looking this. I was like, "This kind of haunted." Um, in a different way, yeah. <laughs> it, there was <laughs> there was like bars up on everybody's windows and security cameras everywhere, and there was a a big accident outside, and somebody tried to rob the person who was in the accident. Whoa! Like while we were there, I was just like, "Yeah, I, th- I don't think we need to see more of the house. Like, I think we're good." the outside. Yeah. (laughs) So, but yeah, like I, I personally don't believe in ghosts, but I, I, as I always say with anything spiritual related, I don't have a problem with anybody's beliefs and I'm smart enough to know. I don't know. Everything Mm -hmm. is the way that I look at it. So I think people should believe whatever they want. I, my specific thing with those shows is those are people who do not believe in this, (laughs) who are selling something to grieving people and that's where it for me started went from entertainment to like a they're kind of just taking advantage of people i don't think i can watch this anymore and they're just
0: there to make money
1: yeah (laughs) they don't believe any of that stuff (laughs) so yeah so that was a little bit tougher but but i always say to people like because a lot of people i think get offended but when i this happened the other night i went to a mega church
0: Mm. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and it was for some christmas thing that they were doing there uh normally i wouldn't be in that sort of an environment um so in the bible you know jesus flips over the uh the the merchandise <laughs> tables outside of the church uh this place had multiple gift shops oh my god uh, a few different concession stands <laughs> and Before one of their big things that they were pushing is um, roasted almonds. Oh, that was a, that was a big, like, I guess it's like their big selling concession. I got them. They were fine. I mean, they weren't like the best roasted almonds I've ever had. They were good. Um, But even before like the the Christmas production started or anything, there was like big screens with like ads for the almonds. (laughs) And I turned to my wife and I was like, Jesus loved roasted almonds. It's it's chapter three, verse two in the book of snacks in the Bible. <laughs> Even went,
0: though they <laughs> kept falling through the holes in his hands, he yeah. loved them so much.
1: <laughs> it was super hard for him to hold them. That's how, you know, he really loved them. <laughs> he still
0: went for the roasted almonds.
1: <laughs> and as I'm making these jokes, like people around us are like deeply offended. <laughs> These jokes because it really quick to like Jesus loved putting hot nuts in his mouth. We all know it. Uh, (laughs) That's the perfect segue, right? And people around us heard some of this and didn't love it. I'll say, (laughs) did not love it. it. And because I make jokes like this, I think people think I hate religion and religious people. That's not the case it's just going back to my i'm smart enough to know i don't have all the answers and because of that i don't trust people who claim that they do yeah and that and that's where my problem with a lot of organized religion comes in and not to minimize it for for faithful listeners but you know it's very much like there's they're selling you something just like those ghost hunter tv shows they're taking people who are grieving or who have you know existential questions about the universe at all and selling you an answer
0: a hundred percent and like i think you were talking about all of that and it made me instantly think of i don't know if you watch the show mike do you watch righteous gemstones
1: no i've never seen it i've heard about it Uh,
0: i i can't recommend it enough because it's a um it's uh it's like danny mcbride he writes it with other other folks but he's like the main the main person and it's interesting to see his like evolution like to see him go from like eastbound and down to um was it assistant assistant principals or like th- there was that one show on oh, yeah, show yeah, that yeah. had like two yeah. seasons yeah to see him go from that to that to this like this is this is very like it's it's way more polished than his other stuff. There's still like the Danny McBride like humor. Um but yeah it's like it's 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 satirizing the whole like uh, mega church thing, um, and there's like some drama behind it, and there's like organized crime thing, and it's like it's it's crazy though because it's like in, at one point, and I'm not I don't know if I'm really spoiling anything, but they like they end up like partnering, and they're not even partnering. Sorry, let me rewind that. They end up like buying a resort in like and then they like tie that into their church and they're like hey if you're part of like the church you should come visit the resort and get 15% off your ticket like and that's not that's chump change but like yeah it's it's this giant like yeah super mega like religious themed resort where like there's still alcohol being served and it's just like what like it's (laughs) And people are still out in like bikinis and partying and like it's 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 so fascinating it's so funny that it's just like yes it's obvious that they're there to like make money and they're doing it behind the guise of like religion and like it's it's good it's a really really good show but as soon as you said that with the mega church and them having a concession stand at merch tables it immediately yep. made me thought multiple think multiple
1: concession stands and multiple gift shops so there's like two different uh, entrances you can go in they each have their own gift shop then there was like kiosks along the way between it was basically like if jesus bought a minor league team this would have been the stadium wow <laughs> that's that's what it was like it was it, uh, the other side of that though is it was very impressive at the same time like as much as i don't support what they were doing it was a cool place <laughs> yeah <laughs> like I- But, you know, as the way it was set up and everything, just like, you know, when we went to the minor league game, like, I'm not a big baseball guy, but I had a lot of fun. That was a really nice stadium. And that's a little bit except for the, you know, had a lot of fun part. This was a really nice venue. And I can see why, like, if I was uh, a part of this group, like, that's where I would go. Like, that's the coolest fucking place to do it at.
0: Yeah, it's fascinating because it's like, like, my wife grew up Catholic which was like very like regimental and you mm-hmm. have your routines and like church takes an hour and you know all that. Um she didn't she went to church up until like a certain point and then like stopped going. Um I didn't grow up going to church. Uh my dad was Catholic, my mom was Protestant and we kinda celebrated the holidays and but literally never walked into a church a day in my life until uh I was working with Adults with special needs. And if you are, if you do that and they want to go to church, you can't just be like, no, because, you know, freedom of religion, mm. it's an amendment. Like, it's the law. Like, and I'm not, <laughs> I'm not getting charged with a felony because I don't feel like going to church that day. Um, but yeah, they were born again, which is like, it's wild to like see a, a group of folks up in front of the church, like playing music. And I'm like, they're good. They're good musicians. They're rocking out. And I'm like, some of the songs are catchy, and you know, I'm like, all right, this is a cool vibe. This is really exciting. Until they do the part where it's just like, hey, is there anyone who hasn't like pledged or I don't, know, I can't even accepted Jesus into your heart? That's it. Uh, come on down today and say the prayer, and you'll be you'll be here with us. And it's just like then everyone like looks at me. It's like, hey, how about it, buddy? And I'm like, uh, <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> yeah. I'll pass. And so, literally, like I, was I like, had one hey,
1: yesterday, <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. I accepted yesterday. I'm good, yeah.
1: I accepted. I'm still really full of Jesus right now. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't fit any more Jesus in me.
0: Ah, so much blood and bread. I'm so oof, I'm full. <laughs>
1: So I, I grew up going to church cause I, mm. my dad, super religious guy, not super religious. I feel like when I say that people think he's like praying with snakes and speaking in tongues, not that <laughs> religious, but you know, one or two steps down from that, like a very devout Catholic guy. I went, I went to a lot of schools as a kid. Mm. Um, I did the tour of all the schools in the city um, and, <laughs> And uh, I went to a lot of schools as a kid, mostly religious schools—a uh, Baptist school, and then a bunch of different Catholic schools, for the most part. Um, and one year at a public school, which is, I guess, where I learned sin. Um, <laughs>
0: yeah, that's that's exactly where you learn it. That's how it
1: happens. Yep. <laughs> and yep. Um, but I remember, like, I so when I was a little kid, I was like, "Well, this must be true because all the adults around me say it is." Right, like they know what they're talking about. So I guess, like, it didn't make sense to me. Like, so movies and monsters and movies and all that stuff, and heroes not real, but the ones over here real. Mm-hmm. So that didn't really make sense to me. But I was like, all these people are saying it. Like, obviously, it's real. I don't understand how, but it's real. And then I, I know the exact moment <laughs> that I stopped believing in it. Was uh, so I I've always lived in I travel a lot but I've always lived in Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. Pennsylvania. For anyone who doesn't know, outside of you know the major cities, Philadelphia and to a lesser degree uh, Pittsburgh, is pretty rural, um, extremely and, rural. Yeah, extremely rural. <laughs> I'm saying that as I was at a mega church an hour away from my house the other day. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, <laughs> at the time, one day removed from when we're recording this. Um, And uh, that's an hour away from the sin filled, drug filled, crime filled city that I live in. Um, I there was a guy on the news, and this was something that got a lot of local coverage. Um, because he was arrested for bestiality because he was he attempted to marry his horse. This is how he got caught, I guess. He went and I guess filed for a license to marry his horse. Um, and they were like, what do you mean? They, I get, I don't know if they thought it was a joke or whatever the circumstances. They were like, what do you mean you're marrying your horse? He laid the whole thing about, out about how him and his horse are in love. So he got arrested <clears throat> only for them to find out that there's no, like, specific you can't fuck your horse law.
0: In Pennsylvania?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's more generalized, like like animal cruelty and all this other stuff. Like it doesn't yeah, yeah. specifically say like, fuck your horse. And the problem with that is, is that he was fighting this and saying he wasn't abusing his animal because the animal would, you know, kick him off or whatever.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it might
1: be like, that was his argument. I guess. I I don't know how this ended. I'm sure he didn't win, but I guess it was enough that, you know, he got a little bit of traction in court on his side where they at least heard out this insane argument and some local reporter because my I spent a lot of time with my grandparents and they always watched the news cuz you know they're old so yeah. they were old they they watched the news and um so they were always watching the news and you could see this local reporter was interviewing him like outside of court you could see like the local reporter's faith in humanity dying in his eyes oh as he was talking to this guy about fucking his horse yeah (laughs) Yeah. um which i get even as a kid i was like i get that i understand (laughs) (laughs) Um, but he um so he goes to ask him a question trying to muster whatever's left inside of him to ask this guy a question he said something like so you're saying the horse you know loves you back because he doesn't kick you off and he goes whoa i'm not gay that's a sin Wow. <laughs> it's like the horse is a woman. And the guy was like deeply offended. Jesus He's God. like, I am a Christian. <laughs> I go to church. He's like, I would never be with a male horse. Oh that's my disgusting. God. The Bible tells us that's a sin. In that moment, it all just flooded in me. I was like, wow, I am surrounded by insane people. Like all of these people are wrong. <laughs> isn't <This> is true. <laughs> that (laughs) (laughs) that is
0: absolutely fascinating yeah
1: it was was like a moment of clarity for like when they when people talk about like hitting rock bottom in an addiction or something and they have this like moment of clarity that's what it was for me with religion where i was just like oh my god these people are crazy and wrong very wrong (laughs) that's
0: it's it's funny because like i feel like excuse me um so so my wife has her she has two master's degrees in uh one is in social work and the other is in human sexuality education so she she could be like a sex ed teacher she doesn't do that um but uh she ended up actually writing a paper for her grad school program about bestiality? Um, which is fascinating, right? Like like mm-hmm. it's it's a it, it's a it was a wild program. Um I'm really not gonna say where she went. It's it's local to the area, but like you could figure it out. You could you could Google it. And I'm not you're she didn't major in bestiality. She majored in human sexuality <laughs> education. I'm just yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> love the you, you you have to throw that at like listen, that's for anybody's getting too excited about this topic, that's not a specialty in college. That's not right. something you can right. in.
0: Like, look, I'm a big hairy dude, but uh, no, <laughs> it's not.
1: Doesn't count.
0: I am technically a bear,
1: but um, but we checked, and it's yep. It's a yep, different so, thing.
0: Yep, human DNA. <laughs> so, like when she was like writing this paper it was like fascinating there has been like but I, there has been studies and there has been like things published about like animals and consent and can animals give consent and how do animals show how they give consent and she wasn't like she wasn't necessarily writing um in terms of like pro and it's like hey animals can give consent so <laughs> That horse, that horse
1: totally wanted it you saw right. how slutty it was walking by right? yeah,
0: exactly <laughs> like that's that horse gave me the look um
1: well, was, and it, that's that makes sense because this is you're you're hitting on like his argument was the horse was consent and not not the words he used because obviously he didn't go to college yes
0: yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but uh he, he was basically insinuating that the horse was giving consent because it didn't kick him off
0: right yeah, because like when you said that, I was like, "Holy shit!" That's like that would be like the major argument for why, uh, like, any, I mean, from a legal standpoint, mm. I, I don't know if they they got like the best lawyer or whatever, but like, yeah, there could be like a, a, um, shit. What am I looking for? There could be some legal ground, and like like how you're saying, like, oh, it, he, you know, it got some traction. Um, I could understand why.
1: Yeah, I, I, I'm sure ultimately he didn't win. But, or it would have been an even bigger story oh, at yeah, that yeah, point. Yeah. But I mean they like they heard him out. Like he was getting somewhere with this idea that the horse could somehow consent by not, you know, trampling him or kicking him off or whatever. So as horrifying as that is. So yeah, video games. <laughs> yeah,
0: wanna move to video games? What move the conversation to video games <laughs>
1: off of BCLity? <laughs>
0: I'm sorry, my wife overheard me talking about her paper and she <laughs> said that uh, the premise... I got the premise wrong.
1: Oh. So what was... I'm sorry, what was the presence? Before we before yeah, we The differences between bestiality and
0: Oh, it was the differences between bestiality and zoophilia.
1: Oh, what is the difference? What
0: is the difference? Bestiality is where they...
1: To do sexual acts against their wills.
0: Zoophilia is a romantic love that they develop with animals that can sometimes lead to sexual activity, but only if the animal is showing consent. Ah. So for clarity purposes, bestiality is a, forcing animals into sexual acts, um, regardless of how the animal is behaving. Um, zoophilia is a development of a romantic relationship between an animal that may or may not lead to sex. If the animal is showing consenting behavior, um, and just examining, examining that. And I, I believe I'd have to ask her more about it, but I think that there are some, uh, there are some instances like the, I mean, cause obviously they, they've talked about like, um, there is a nuance between the two and how they've figured that out. I'm not hundred percent sure. I'd have to get back to the, to the listeners on that one. Um, but that was the premise of,
1: of For all of our reality listeners.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For all you brutal beasts out there. Um, <laughs> uh, our yeah, darkest that that- line
1: of merchandise is on the way, <laughs> right? <laughs> Lay down and bear,
0: right? We're, we're, <laughs> we're, uh, we're partnering with, um, what's the fucking website with the dragon dildos? What are they? Uh, I don't shit. know, but
1: it's about to get bookmarked. Oh, you don't? Know, you never heard about this <laughs> shit. I'll find no. it.
0: I'll text it to you. Mike, there is a website <laughs> out there that like offers like, they're like, quote unquote, like, well, there's like, there's a big old crack and tentacle. There's like dragon dildos that like, like are like, we don't know what dragon penises look like, but it could look like this that are like, you know, the size of your forearm and insane. Uh <laughs>
1: If only I'd found out about this a couple weeks earlier, Christmas would have been done.
0: (laughs) It's a great stocking stuffer, if you know what I mean.
1: (laughs) Sorry, I had to do it. I had to say (laughs) that. (laughs) It was worth it. Hello. I'm Mr. Red. (laughs) A horse is a horse, of course, of course, and no one can talk to a horse, of course, that is, of course, unless the horse is the famous Mr. A. Go right to the source and ask the horse, he'll give you the answer that you endorse, he's always on a steady course, talk to Mr. A.